Warning, this program contains explicit content, including graphic violence, nudity, sexual innuendo, sexual in my endo, and blowjobs. So please don't watch this if you're under 18 or my auntie loves that. Viewer discretion is advised. Recording too. So you'll just have to do like a little sync up moment. Yeah. You want to do a cute? What? What are we gonna? We could do a clap. You want to clap? We can clap. Okay. Oh, is that? I don't know. I'll snap. snap. Yes, snap. One, two, two, three. three. Fuck. Okay. Whatever. (laughs) Those were not. Those were not even at all. But whatever. Nowhere near. I don't know. Past two. Yeah. (laughs) The counting is a hurdle for me. Um, Whatever. I'll figure it out. (laughs) Yeah. I've struggled up harder mountains. Okay. Hi. 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 We're here. We're here. We're <laughs> Happy live. New Year. First of all, first order of business, let me crack. Okay. I have two options. I have a squirt or I have a Modelo, and I'm back and forth between which one I'm going to crack open first, but they will both be gone by the time this business is done. Mm-hmm. Um, do the squirt. I agree. Do the squirt, yeah. I want to watch. I want to look at your face, your first step. <laughs> oh yeah. Do, yeah. Do you want to hear it? <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm getting some notes. Mm. <laughs> Aspartame. Oh my god, it's so fucking good. <laughs> yeah, squirt's amazing. Since 1938. Yeah, and it's like it's Why? like it's like a Mexican thing. It kind of tastes like medicinal in a way. <laughs> oh, is it Mexican? No. Uh, yeah, is I think it? it is absolutely a square. Yeah, my tia always had square in the house. Oh, wow. Is it like, uh, does it have like Mexican cane sugar, like the good Coca-Colas, which I think are just dis- actually disgusting. Well, the reason why they made Sundrop is because Sundrop is like the American version of Squirt. Oh. Yeah. Well, I'm not seeing any Spanish in the ingredients area, so I don't know how much I can trust your word on this one. <laughs> it's like Coke. Fog. Well. <laughs> Rice beans. First sip was delish. Uh, okay, so... I don't even know how to begin. How so, do we begin? Well, this is also our last podcast of yeah, 2020. Last podcast of 2020. Very big deal, mm-hmm. obviously. What number is this? This is number 46. Holy shit. Lucky number 46. Yeah, mm-hmm. Flirty. Is this Patreon or is this free feed? Free. We don't charge for Patreon stuff. We just say if you want to give us money, you can. But I'm not like podcasting twice a week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's cute. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mostly just, it's honestly purely out of laziness and the fact that I'm scared that no one would listen to <laughs> the paid one. Yeah. Yeah, I always get really apprehensive about people that, like, just have a Patreon. Yeah, right, exactly. Because, like, we didn't even have a Patreon for, like, the first year. Yeah. Because we were just, like, seems like too much work to even do. And, like, that wasn't, like, the reason why we even started doing the podcast. Yeah, exactly. I I had someone tell me along the way that it was stupid to to have no way for people to pay you. Like, if there was, like, no route for someone to give you money. like That's true. So that was the only reason I did it. But also just because of the fact that I was, like... It's it's taxing enough to come up with something to talk about once a week, much less uh-huh. <laughs> reaching into the recess. Well, you gotta mind. like not give anybody what they want. Like people always get <laughs> mad at us for not 
being consistent with how many times we record. And like, I really, I really don't care. <laughs> but what people do is they, they unsubscribe from the Patreon and they like write a nasty comment, like, you don't p- p- do enough. Or they like write a nasty Reddit or something. And then like, we just, we'll pay it. Like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and then we watch them like resubscribe and unsubscribe and resubscribe. Fucking so they're just so like annoying. basically paying us more than they have to. Right. But it's like their own little like fight. <laughs> that they're, they're like feud in their head that they have with us, which is actually really adorable. <laughs> right. We also blocked somebody from the Patreon ones. We were just like, you're so annoying, which are stupid questions. Yeah. Literally just a perfectly nice person that would just ask stupid questions just so they would like get yeah. us to respond. And we were just like, you're blocked. Like It's over. And then they started <laughs> I don't need Venmo-ing. your $5 that bad. There's they started no fucking in the world. Venmoing me money. Like Venmoing <laughs> oh money, like begging me to unblock them. <laughs> right. Stop oh giving God. me money. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, God, we literally, yeah. like, I, I it, it just got to a point where I was just, like, we, I, I think on our Patreon, we promise, quote, early access, by which I mean I put it out three hours before. <laughs> just, like, enjoy for all you fucking people who are up at four in the morning when we mm-hmm. finish recording. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, fucking, like, season pass at Six Flags. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so, wait a minute. First of all, we're joined this week <laughs> with possibly maybe our most special guest of all time. Absolutely. Shut up. I'm serious. <laughs> we, I, like, we started this podcast right, I mean, like, I found out about you guys, obviously, through, like, Red Scare stuff, because I listened to that while I was working at this job where I issued red light camera tickets. <laughs> it was, like, uh, a sweatshop for like, red light tickets. <laughs> so yeah. I found Red Scare and you guys basically at the same time. And it was like instantly, I was like, "Oh my god, I'm obsessed!" I like never heard anyone oh, talk yeah. like it. It was cute. <laughs> What's a red light ticket? Like when people run a red light. Oh, <laughs> oh. Like so you, the cameras. <laughs> like I would watch footage from the cameras to be like, "You broke the law, or you didn't." But I never issued tickets because I didn't want anyone to pay. And then I left. Oh my god! I know it was horrible. That's, cra- that's actually a crazy job. It was insane. And they used to like they they tried to sell you on it by being like, oh, like it's in a high rise, and like you get to have like there's a coffee room and snacks and whatever. <laughs> but then if you like stood up for like five seconds, they were like so, so pissed. Like yeah. they were so upset with you. <laughs> mm-hmm. You also went from um, red light tickets to giving people tickets to sit in a red light yeah <laughs> tennis lawn? no something like that um worst, like, bitch, I don't know what that worst is. joke of 2020 <laughs> right at the last second got one in thank you right um so we okay i'm trying to think like so first of all we're joined obviously i can't imagine that anybody who listens to the show wouldn't know who you are but this is Paul Cooper from Not Really Podcast, baby. How are you? The most annoying voice in the game. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's a big title. <laughs> right, exactly. And it's tough competition. The competition's only getting tougher with the years. It has been. The oh my God, don't I know it. Fuck. <laughs> well, um, I, I, have to, I have to credit you for um, reintroducing me to the term tearing it. I had no, like, obviously, like, I've said, like, tore, like, they tore it, or, like, someone tore, Mm -hmm. because I'm homosexual, I've done it, but I don't think I'd heard it used in as quite as many contexts as it's used on Not Really, (laughs) (laughs) where there was an episode where you guys were talking about, I think it was the Comme des Garçons show of last year, maybe this year, where they did the Uh the braid wigs, and you said something to the tune of, like, Uh you knew you were tearing it. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and they like knew exactly what they were doing. Yeah, and so like the 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 way in which terror could be like <laughs> so mm-hmm. many different things, and it's funny too because I need to figure out how to make it negative. Yeah, that's that'll be the goal for twenty twenty one. Like, how can how can you tear it like in a negative way? How yeah. can we turn it into like a slur? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. usually when I call something fierce. <laughs> I mean it in a negative yeah, way. Yeah, oh, that's mm-hmm. fierce. Right, yeah, exactly. I mean it in, like, the original like the original way people said fierce. Like, a cat, like, she's so fierce, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I feel that, yeah, for me, like, like someone who, like, tore it in a bad way is someone who, like, went far too hard. Like, tr- like you tore that. Like, it's sort of like a, it's underhanded. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We used to say swearing a lot, me and my friends, but we stopped saying swearing. Yeah. It's all kind like, of oh, in that vein. Swearing. You're swearing. <laughs> you're swearing. <laughs> Did you ever hear people, gay people say that? No. That, like, I've never heard that one. Oh, it's like, oh, whatever. She swears. <laughs> That's actually or, fucking like, you're good. Swearing right that is now. good. Yeah. We had, um, we, maybe I'll bring it back. Yeah. That's swearing. a good one. Yeah. 2021. Yeah. Um, we had our, our audience sort of shifted into like these sort of like, um, pathological, like 19 year old right winger gays who like, we named one of our episodes recently, like the like we used the word like te- like it was like the bitch who tore Christmas. I think is the name of the episode. I saw that. <laughs> and then we had all of these people like DMing me, literally being like, "What is tearing at me?" And I was like, "Aren't you gay?" Right. I mean, like, like what? It's like it to me. It's like it needs uh, no explanation. Right. Whatever. So they're not not really listeners. So yeah. Exactly. So they're fake fans. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, uh, well, thank you for having me on. Of course. Um, thank you for coming. Mm-hmm. You, like, okay, there was a, I don't even know how, it, it happened as a total surprise where you, like, you subbed to the Patreon, which was like, thank you. And I also don't know when you did that or how you even knew who we were. I did that, I did that when you started a Patreon. Mm-hmm. I usually, I usually, I subscribe to, um, not a lot, but I subscribe to the girls on my yeah. feeds patreons usually just like out of like respect yeah mm-hmm. even though i don't necessarily listen to everyone's podcast because i found that like i stopped listening to podcasts this year mm-hmm. in this weird way because i stopped like commuting and i stopped like taking the train yeah yep. if that makes sense yep. so like i like don't listen to podcasts there's really no good i used opportunity. to even listen to my own podcast i don't even listen to my own podcast like I never, I know a lot of people like listen to podcasts like in their house, like, but like I never have that urge to like listen to people talk yeah. in my house. It also just feels weird. Like I am always scared that someone's going to walk in on me listening to a podcast while I'm like doing dishes. Like I don't want someone else to be party to that. Like yeah. <laughs> I need to be alone like, yeah. mm-hmm. while I'm sitting with my like friend simulator. Like I'm like not doing yeah. that. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause I also like to listen to podcasts like in my headphones. Yeah. It's kind of. But anyway, I subscribe to all the girls because I feel like we're all like trying to uh, like basically do the same thing. We're all just trying to like make money, like not working like shitty jobs and like everyone. It's sort of in this like I see it as like this sort of communal thing where like everyone sort of helps pay for each other in that way. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. Even if it's like really small amounts, because I mean. 
it's pretty rare to make a full living on a podcast, but right. I mean, mm-hmm. it's extremely attainable and ex- like it's extremely achievable. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah, I agree. which is cool. Yeah, I mean, it is crazy. Like just to think of like how much like someone can like spin like a tiny little dumb show into something over a year. You know, mm-hmm. like it's like it really mm-hmm. doesn't take that long. Like if you just like if you just keep doing it, because most people who try like do like three episodes and then they're like, no one cares. It's true. I'm giving up on this and then they're it's done. True. Mm-hmm. If it's you like, just you keep going. Just like do it yeah Yeah. literally Mm -hmm. if you just like make yourself do it like it's your job like yeah honestly and it's kind of more than most people do right and it's just rooted in the fact of like how you start it like we just wanted to fucking like talk shit for an hour Mm -hmm. and just kind of like blow off some steam and then it spiraled into like meeting new people and like now being in a place where we like thoroughly enjoy it like it's our fucking baby well that's why it's like harder to support the girls now is because everyone and their mother started one because of like they were bored in quarantine or whatever which Mm -hmm. is like not a good enough reason to start one right (laughs) but also it weeds out like idiots it's like I'm not trying to like judge anybody but it's like you really like need to have something to say because you (laughs) naturally have something to say about everything like that's what makes it fun but like if you're like forcing it to like try to have something to say for the sake of like recording a podcast or like to be in like this podcast stratosphere then like Mm -hmm. you can always tell and it's always like kind of lame and like yeah it really takes like five minutes of listening to anything where you're like this is just like it's not yeah it doesn't have the flavor like you can naturally weed out the people that just don't have the voice for it or like the the flow of it (laughs) unlike some of us yeah we we say it's a talent yeah (laughs) yeah it's a skill yeah (laughs) pro um so okay it's new year's Mm -hmm. almost 2021 do you have any new year's resolutions Oh, God. Um, <laughs> I was kind of thinking about that earlier in the shower. Um, well, like, first of all, like, was... Okay, so, like, everyone's being, like, histrionic psychos about how horrible 2020 was. Do you feel like your 2020 was normal? <sighs> so many thoughts. 2020 was really hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Period. Yeah. Period. 2020 was really hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was... 2020, like, really was hard. <laughs> yeah. It sucked. I mean, I just... I think back to, like, all the plans I had. It's actually, like, mm-hmm. kind of sad. Like, I think back to, like, all the plans I had in the beginning of 2020 where I was like, okay, 2020 is going to... Like, it's recorded on the podcast, like, our the New Year's Eve episode last year where I was like, 2020 is going to be the best year of my life. Yeah. I am going to make a million dollars. I put, like, a bet on air. Like, I am going to make <laughs> one million dollars yeah. by at least September. Um, I had all these plans. I... I had a huge birthday party planned mm-hmm. where I was going to rent. I was in the process of planning my birthday party where I was going to rent uh, like uh, one of those 54 seat buses and we were going to drive to Atlantic City. Wow, and nice. I was going to get an entire floor of like the Bellagio yeah. and like set up all the girls in rooms. Like I was going to pay for everything. <laughs> I was going to give little envelopes, but like money to gamble. <laughs> like I had this whole weekend plan mm-hmm. for like a hundred of my best friends. Yeah. And, like, that, like, I had to, like, cancel that because that was, like, in March. It was, like, so that, like, started to suck. Mm -hmm. And then I just remember, I don't really remember it until I, like, look through my camera roll. And then I, like, see, like, oh, wow, like, I really did stay in the fucking crib from March till, like, I don't even know, like, August, maybe August. Like, I literally did, like, stay, like, in the house by myself, like completely isolated, which 
I don't know how I didn't go crazy, but I like learned to like, it's like you sort of learned how to like be like a weird like human being. It's like you learned how to like schedule meals properly <laughs> and like go to sleep. I didn't really at, like, do any of that. It was more of like one long time. rolling meal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, don't I had to like, I had to like take clocks off my wall because I was just like, <laughs> I would look at it too much. You were like in morning. It was just a really fucked up. It was like a really fucked up year. Yeah. Like I actually did feel like kind of isolated and then like, I started like coming out of it and then like I realized I was like not equipped to like do things. Yeah. Cause like now I'm like physically tired. Yeah, and, right, exactly. I'm not used to like being out. Yeah. The test so, of like, will that happens like, now. Really sucks. Yeah. Like 2020 sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. In a way, I feel like I, I feel like I made a million dollars by going on unemployment because prior to that, it was like every weekend a situation where I was like, my checking account is at zero, so I have to switch to my mom's credit card while I'm at the bar because I'm not going home. Mm. And now <laughs> it took like a couple cycles of like unemployment checks where like when I got them in the mail, I was like, you have to be fucking joking. I was like, mm. are you serious? This is like Same. amazing. It was like over double what I normally would have made. Yeah. Same. Fucking crazy. I, I applied for unemployment um, too. I did it as a freelancer. So I got um, uh, like, I think it was... Four, no, freelancers, $200, plus I got the extra $600 a week, mm-hmm. so 800 bucks a week. But they, like, backtracked it, so, like, one day I woke up and there was, like, eight grand in my account. Yeah, that happened yeah. to a couple of my friends. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I was just like, wait, what? Like, is this legal? And then, like, <laughs> and, like towards the end of quarantine, because I, like, wasn't spending it, I was just, like, taking it out of the, the card yeah. that they give you. And I had, like, fucking... 20 grand in cash and like damn oh, and You're I was like just Scrooge like I've never like had swimming in it <laughs> yeah I was like I never had $20,000 like that's fucking insane cash yeah. ever yeah. and it was like the size of it was like crazy <laughs> and like I was like, is this legal? Yeah. Like, I don't I don't get what's going on. You're like, but... you're like replanning your birthday on the next scale. <laughs> like, yeah, you were like, we're up in the basically. We're not yeah. going to Atlantic City, girl. We're, we're going, going out of the Vegas. fucking country. Yeah, yeah, we're going to Paris. I started buying gold. I literally just <laughs> like buying gold. Just for fun. Just, <laughs> like, this, just gold bars. This is a good place to like put the money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fuck. I mean, it literally was like, I mean, I was like overnight. I was like, oh my God, I have a savings account. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like it's crazy how it, you know. And everyone I know is making more money off unemployment. Yeah, than right. they were um, off unemployment, and actually, we just got it back today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now we have like uh, we're gonna continue getting it till March, and they said I think we're getting like three hundred dollars extra instead of the six. So like, yeah. I'm getting five hundred bucks a week till like March. Fuck. Even though I also fully work three jobs. <laughs> I also right. work a yeah, lot. Yeah. It literally, like, I mean, mine tapered off because the place that I worked opened back up. And then I think because of that, it, I didn't feel so much like the isolation factor because mm. I had to see like 50 strangers a day. And then because that was happening, I was like, well, I'm not going to like pretend that I'm going to get sick. Like I was like, I'm just <laughs> kind of yeah. did whatever. Cause mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the risk factor of like, People were like, well, you should just go to work and go home. I was like, okay, so you want me to kill myself? Like, I'm not doing that. Right. And in yeah. Chicago, it was so lax about, like, 
what stayed open and like what like bars and restaurants and shit you could go to just like any day we yeah. basically like weren't closed still really aren't like chicago was like especially retarded about that kind of stuff yeah. it was like oh yeah. that's crazy yeah, yeah. we like we're like see all could... of my jobs like were completely online anyway uh-huh. so like they just work never stopped in fact work got like crazier mm-hmm. yeah because people were like more focused on like making special projects and like they're like fashion lines yeah. that I like help that I like ghost design for them. Right. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Yeah. I don't know. It was, it's weird. It's very like, I do find that like the people who I know who work from home, they found that it was like much, much harder to like keep up with like the bullshit that was like expected of them because people were like trying to like make you work more Yeah. because they were like, Oh, like right. you get yeah. to be at home. So like now are you like, you have to no bust boundaries. Your ass. Yeah, right. exactly. yeah. It was very like Hawthorne effect where, because like your supervisors, bosses, et cetera, couldn't like see you at a desk. Yeah. They like were on your ass. <laughs> they extra. were like calling you off the clock being like, right. Did you check on this thing? Like, like, like they were your friend. Fucking, yeah. Like the, just never stopped. So what do you boys do now? Like what are your jobs? I work at a tanning salon. <laughs> <laughs> I am an account manager well, for an agency. Oh wow! So it's like a it's like a big person job. Yeah, I don't. I have a job for a sixteen year old girl. (laughs) Kiddingly, yeah. What's the tanning salon scene like in Shy Town? Basically, I mean, it's all like mid thirties, early forties gay guys, like people with like taupe skin, and then like people who. (laughs) Yeah, hello. Uh, And then I'm right here. and then like a couple random like we live like we live I live there um <laughs> it's right by a college campus so it's like random 19 year old girls and stuff mm-hmm. who love me but I mean yeah. you should do like a you should do like an episode from the tanning salon I would love to do that it, it, gets, it gets very loud yeah you're extremely loud inside the tanning bed fans blaring yeah I had yeah. this guy come into my work today and he said that he had lost his fantasy football bracket and that the punishment was that he had to get a spray tan. I was like, okay. your friends sound gay. Yeah. <laughs> like, Wait, do you have to spray them? Yeah. Well, no, I, I don't do like the airbrushing <laughs> thing. No one's doing that because okay. of like COVID shit. Also because it looks horrible. Yeah. <laughs> like, no one should be doing that. If you had to spray them manually like yourself. There, there was a thing where like when I first got the job, they were like, we might have to train you in this thing. And like, because you're a man, like, we don't know if you'll get to do this because like people have to like get out their pussy. Yeah. To, like, get sprayed. Mm-hmm. Sounds so cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sounds like exactly. a really cool job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Me, like, literally, like, getting into, like, a well-lit studio, like, crawling around in my hands and knees, like, spraying someone's pussy. <laughs> well, also, guys that, like, get... Guys that, like, get... Like, go to the tanning salon, like, they're generally, like, this very specific kind of, like, sleaze ball. Yeah. Which, like, if you're into it, is, like, really hot. Yeah, but there's so, hot like, people, for sure. I had a guy come in with a... He signed up for a membership with a federal prison ID. He'd gotten <laughs> he'd gotten there and he was literally like... He was like, I literally just got out of prison. He said, the Fed. Oh and God. I thought that he meant, like, the <laughs> bank. I was like, you came from the bank? He was like, no, like, jail. I was like, oh. He's like, I'm the FBI, actually. <laughs> yeah. And you're in jail yeah, now. Exactly. You're in jail. <laughs> I have taken... My, my favorite thing to do there is Google people's first and last names after they come in so I can figure out what their life is like. <laughs> We have a gay porn star, former gay porn star, and drug addict who now is a personal trainer. Nice. <laughs> He's a Titan Men model. <laughs> oh my god. Which yeah. he advertises on oh. his personal training page. 
legit. Yeah, yeah. He was like, you may recognize me from sucking and fucking all over the internet, girl. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> you will recognize <laughs> this me. This could be you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you will recognize yeah. me. <laughs> know my name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fuck. All kind of, I mean, it's like, in terms of like service industry jobs, it's like really not the worst thing in the world. Like, mm-hmm. there's basically nothing expected of you. <laughs> yeah. So wait, what are your, what, okay, so I think I have a New Year's resolution. I was like kind of thinking about it because I was like, okay, like what if somebody asked? Mm-hmm. Because I'm someone that like actually takes New Year's Eve kind of seriously. Like I was I like kind of weird and like emo to me today. And like, I know I'm like going to be a little weird later. Mm-hmm. And I was like a little weird after the clock strikes 12. And I think that I, I'm like really comfortable it was like such a granny response, but I'm like really comfortable <laughs> in like everything I do. And like, I'm really comfortable with like who I am and like what I do and like yeah. what I look like and what I sound like and how I like my opinions. And like, I just live a really comfortable life. Like I surround myself with like really great people that I'm like really comfortable with. So I'm like, yeah. oh, maybe like in 2021, I'll like put myself in more like uncomfortable situations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like to test the limits or something. But like, yeah. I don't even know how I would do that. Cause that's not like I like, hold back with anything I do now but I'm just trying to figure out how I can like sort of maximize um, maximize my life in 2021 and try to achieve everything I didn't achieve in 2020 like an actual redo of a year because I do think like this year was kind of a total bust like I stopped talking to a tremendous amount of people and I started which is I kind of do like every year but this year I kind of stopped talking to like more people than usual yeah Mm -hmm. well i feel like that's like kind of been the resolution of a lot of people i've been seeing is that everyone wants to like go back well like well it's not quite exactly that most people are like i want to go back in 2021 and just make it sloppy as fuck like i want to be like as messy as possible because i didn't get the chance this year which to me is like i'm not sure (laughs) it's like a good motivation but i know i mean like most of like the, the saddest part of the whole thing was like getting random emails like throughout the year of being like oh that thing that you had tickets for like that's canceled and like all year like my inbox like filling up with shit like that yeah so i don't know maybe it's like i don't know but i don't want to do like a redo year mm-hmm. I, I don't really even remember what i, I don't want to do, do a redo year either i mean that's like that's like uh a cycle that's like living in the past but like yeah like i was a pretty social person like I loved like we all do I loved concerts I loved going to like Broadway shows like I loved that Mm -hmm. and like I like look forward to doing that again but I also think like it's cool to watch everyone like pivot and scramble to like try to figure out like how they're gonna like do whatever they do like now in like this new way because like in reality like we're never we're never going to be allowed to be maskless ever again, which is, like, That's, fucking yes. crazy. Mm-hmm. I, like, can't even open that box because I already sense it coming. Like, there's, like, you know how, like, there will be, like, little news stories that they plant throughout the year where it's, like, no one's really paying attention to, like, oh, it's, like, this new strain that might happen or, like, this other thing. Oh, that's, like, God. Um, I mean, my aunt reminds me about this shit every day. Yeah. Like, she told me today it was in Colorado. And I, and I was, like, oh, my God, crazy. Yeah. What do we know about it? And she's, like, well, it, <laughs> apparently the new strain is, like, not as bad as the first one. I'm, like, okay, so who cares? Right. Yeah, exactly. Great. Why are you telling me like, about it? Perfect. Exactly. Please stop giving people fucking ammo. I mean, it's literally, like... Oh we say this time and time again. I mean, a the, the thing that I miss the most is public transportation. I've taken the fucking train into the city every day, <sighs> twice a day. Do. Miss that honestly the most. Yeah. But having said that, 
the amount of bacterial parties that are on these fucking trains and buses. <laughs> like, I'm not really scared of any kind of fucking new strain of corona. Like, I haven't like, gotten it. Like, I'm not safe. <laughs> At all, like Neither, I've, I, I, I've truly done like Tim, almost you know. nothing. Like <laughs> the, every opportunity I have to take my mask off or to like take it off a little, like I take it. Like there's no point where I'm like I should keep this on the whole time I'm in this bookstore Completely or like Office same. Depot. Like I'm not doing that. <laughs> but I also to what you just said about this, the public transportation is I was such a commuter. Like my lifestyle was like revolved around like. Mm-hmm taking the train mm-hmm. into Manhattan because I live in Brooklyn and like yeah. taking it home. So like I was like very like had a commuter lifestyle basically my whole life since like the sixth grade. Mm-hmm. And like this year not being on the train, I am like, oh, I'm never, I'm never going to take <laughs> the train, train ever again. And I'm like so <laughs> happy about yeah. this. I'm like never going to do it. Yeah. Now I just like, you really just have to like make enough money in the world to like, like do like the th- like three things you love like always pick like three things mine is like eating ubers and like drugs so like as long as i'm making <laughs> money for like those three things yeah. i'm like completely fine i'm fine with blowing i can't even tell you what i spent on uber a month but like it's a lot but like i work so hard so I can do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. why not? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, exactly. I I feel that hard because there was a point in time where I was like Uber eating like twice a day and it was fucking horrible. And that was my main concern with Corona. Yeah. Well, because we, we lived together at like the peak of like Corona scare and it was every four seconds literally just being like, like when Uber Eats went down because of like the Black Lives Matter stuff, like we literally did not talk about any of it. We were like, "How are we going to eat?" <laughs> right? <laughs> we open our fridge and there's fucking nothing yeah, but like just white like roaches and <laughs> alcohol. I was yeah. like, "I'm not. There's just no way. <laughs> I oh, won't man. survive." Um. Okay. Wait. I Chicago was a big. Uh, go ahead. Wait, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I was just gonna say Chicago. Um. I've heard like I've seen a lot of subway videos in Chicago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ghetto. <laughs> it's beyond. It's literally beyond. Like especially now too, where like it took all of like twelve hours for like all of the trains and buses to become fucking like homeless people central. Like it's like a yeah. bazaar, mm-hmm. like a market. Mm-hmm. Like all of these people who are just like have all their like stuff spewed out over this chair is like. What are the homeless people like in Chicago? Just cuckoo curious. crazy, cuckoo crazy cunt. Um, oh, they're crazy. Yeah, yeah. Most of them. I mean. A lot of it is like... It depends on the area because I recently have had a homeless person issue with my apartment area Mm -hmm. and some of them are quiet, older, others are not. Yeah. So you kind of just have to pick an area. I only ask because like I just got back from LA and those homeless people are like the most like possessed, (laughs) devilish, dangerous, (laughs) threatening people I've ever encountered in my life. And like it was like I was like it was alarming and I was like constant like fearful for my life which i like never am <laughs> and then i realized like i realized how like chill new york homeless people are like yeah. new york homeless people are, like super chill and like fr- i don't know friendly and like <laughs> you can invite them in like, for a dream exactly yeah. i could have a hallmark christmas moment with most homeless people here i think i could invite right like they ask for money for drugs in new york they're like oh like um, they like that that like running homeless guy joke where it's like not gonna lie I want to buy alcohol with us and just like yeah I mean like sure right I understand like do it I understand addiction like here's some money like <laughs> yeah, I'm money. giving people money yeah. for like meth I like don't care but like in LA like you can't even get to that point because they're like already like 
banging their head on like a pole like in front of you. And you're just like, oh god, like I need to pulling on their people. teeth and screaming. Oh my god, yeah. if I had a if I had a fucking <laughs> yeah. nickel for every time I've been on the train and they just run back and forth from one door Sprinting, to the next, sprint down, full full sprint, full sprint, mile um, run, pacer, yeah. Oh, so scary! Yeah, yeah. Makes, makes me sweat. Bath sometimes. I yeah. love it. Yeah, <laughs> I love when people um, <laughs> will take a shit in a bag in front of you, make direct <laughs> eye contact with you while they do it, and then yeah. wipe with their hand. Yeah, or just straight up smoke crack during like business smoke hours. Crack. Yeah, like during like rush hour. That's just, my, like, that's what take I love. The crack. <laughs> I love to see like a woman or a man that clearly makes like six figures take the train and then like see their like visual displeasure. That like they don't it. normally take the train. It's like oh, it's like yeah. oh, I I have to like hot box crack with these people <laughs> or fucking we have one of our uh the blue line actually goes to the o'hare airport and i love seeing the bitches from out of town or out of state that's never been to chicago and they just wipe out whenever a train makes a turn i always tell people i'm always like don't take the train home <laughs> do not take the train to my apartment uber directly to me you will die <laughs> <laughs> right it's mostly just sitters like i find people who just like sit and refuse to move like that's yeah. like the people who are always in my vestibule are like it's like a weighted blanket covered in shit. And like, yeah. just, <laughs> it's just them. You know? So, okay, I'm, I'm getting the, I, I get it now. There's a lot of shit yeah. on your face. Yes, yeah, the mm-hmm. overall vibe is fecal. There's yes. a lot of physical shit. Yes. <laughs> a lot of physical shit. Um, Including me. The other the reason you're here is because we're doing, <laughs> it's like already at fucking 30. Um, we're gonna run through them, yeah. don't worry. We're doing, this is our first ever hotline episode where we've solicited questions from the dolls. Mm -hmm. And we're going to fix a couple lives, take a couple shitty hot takes, and see where the dice land, as they say. Yep, yeah. We're going to, they're going to talk to the experts now. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I'm really good at those. Yeah. I feel like, let me put on my reading glasses. Yeah, girl. Okay, let me see. Where do I even want to start? We got so many good submi- submissions. Yeah, we did. Thank you for actually coming through because I was really scared that everyone was gonna be like <laughs> giving me really stupid shit or like the thing is like I I should should have said that it shouldn't be overly long because all these people are like really giving the essay. <laughs> well, we we got everything between like your stereotypical like basic philosophy question to like can you tell me why my pussy hurts yeah right yeah fuck okay well okay yeah let's see where are we gonna start i would say pick one do you want to do an email one let's start with an email that we got should i do this one sure all right this one's kind of a long one so let's just see Mm mm-hmm Hey divas, longtime listener, first time emailer, so is everybody. <laughs> Saddle up dolls, because this is about to blah, 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 blah. I met a guy about six months ago at this cursed sex party. We really hit it off, and despite him having a boyfriend, he asked me to dinner one night. He and the boyfriend ended up breaking up the next day. Immediately after they broke up, we started dating pretty seriously. I was meeting his friend, and things were going. I was meeting his friend, and things were going. His friends, and things were going well for two months. Then he went on vacation for two weeks. When he came back, we had this. How. We had the how is this going talk and he said he thinks it's going well, but he was concerned because he's eight years older than me and established in his career. I'm still in stupid grad school. Over the next two weeks, we grew more distant and he put the brakes on saying he wasn't over his ex and not sure he was emotionally available and kept coming back to the age and career thing. He crucially left out the part that he was flying out of the country every other weekend to see a guy he met on his vacation, but luckily my chaotic stalking filled me in on that part. I never called him out on it and just kind of let things fade and started seeing other people. I feel like I have to skip the middle of this. No, 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 no. Keep going. It's a good story. I'm I'm (laughs) really intrigued. After a month or two, he started hitting me up again after essentially beating down my door. We met up. He told me that he had been seeing someone, but he ended it because it wasn't working. I had also stopped... 
seeing someone, so we started seeing each other again. Dinners, movies, sex, and sleepovers at his place. But of course, never discussed what we quote were. It was going good for about a month, but then we didn't talk or see each other for two or three weeks. After that period, I had a family crisis, and he asked if I wanted to hang out or talk to take my mind off of it. He was really great, holding me while I was weeping, wiping the tears from my face, kissing my forehead, all of that jazz, and it felt nice to be supported in that moment. I'm hanging out with him again soon, and I want your honest opinion. Am I absolutely psychotic to hold on to any kind of hope of anything serious or consistent from him? We still haven't discussed intentions or the what are we stuff since we started seeing each other again. I've tried diversifying my portfolio, but honestly, dating during the pandemic is soul-crushing. I get along with him so well, and the sex with him is the best I've ever had. Should I just stop worrying about the future and enjoy it for what it is since we're in an apocalypse after all? Part of me feels like if I just play it cool, he'll eventually wake up, wake up and realize he's in love with me. But the other part of me thinks he just sees it as a fun, fun friends plus situation. And I'll get tossed out as soon as he finds someone else. Again, LOL. He's a Capricorn BTW. <laughs> Sincerely, <Nice>. gay dumbass. <laughs> That's a lot. This is a Homer's Odyssey. Yeah, that's better than J.K. <laughs> Rowling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's not like it's one of those questions, like not really a question. It was just like a lot of bragging. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's like the sex is so good, and like he like keeps coming back to me. We met at a sex club. This is a love story that spurred from a sex, sex club encounter. <laughs> that is um, true. <laughs> also, like, whenever people ask these questions, they're always, they always, like, literally answer their own questions while they're asking the question. So, like, they said, like, should I, should I just, like, live in the moment and, like, see where this goes and, like, keep having fun and having sex with them? Yes, duh. Yes. That's exactly <laughs> right. what like, yeah. what, like, what's what the other like, option? No. Like, <laughs> no. You should break it up because I'm irritated by this story. <laughs> but I will say, don't ever wait around for someone to, like, fall in love with you because that will, like, never happen. Like, that is such yeah. bottom behavior bottom. that, like, <laughs> bottom it, it's just, like, classic bottom behavior. Like, yeah. you, like, wait around, like, thinking they'll, like, fall in love with you. Mm-hmm. But, like, they know that, like, you're waiting around doing that which is like so unattractive and all it does is actually make people push you away so if you like just like fucking chill the fuck out and like (laughs) weep and cry in his arms or whatever that or whatever that little perverted part of the story was (laughs) like like it'll be great it'll be fine yeah but like also what young people should know about older gay people and like this like age gap thing like i'm in grad school he's 35 and like in his like career it's like he's not just in his career but he's also like in like the later part of his like gay man's sex life uh-huh. which like mm-hmm. unfortunately um and fortunately and get ready for when you boys age but it only gets weirder and crazier <laughs> and seedier as like your life goes on I'm sure. so like I can you guys are on like out. two very different playing fields mm-hmm. when it comes to like sex mm-hmm. And, like, he's learned all these, like, mistakes, like, throughout his life of, like, oh, like, actually, sex is not like this. But, like, 22-year-olds, like, really think sex is about this. Like, (laughs) it sounds like you think sex is, like, weeping in his arms and, like, eating dinner and then, like, having sex and watching a movie. It's, like, that's not what 40-year-olds, that's not how 45-year-old gay guys have sex, honey. Get ready. It's just to me, like, it seems, like, I kind of need to know if this person is hot and also if the other person is hot because I find that there's, like, to me like this is a story about two people who like can't like are only like they're thinking about themselves while 
they're fucking. They're like, how do I look being fucked right now? <laughs> you know, like it's very um, like it's like anyone Life. who has this like sort of narrative around like like when you have like the princess story about like how like you're like the bottom who changed him. You know, like that to me, it the just doesn't check out. Who changed me. Yeah. <laughs> right. The bottom diaries. The one, the one girl out of a hundred in the sex club. <laughs> we locked eyes. Also, and like, never expect, never expect to have like a normal, quote unquote, normal relationship. Um, <laughs> also, I like don't trust with, like cuddling and cooking. If you meet in a sex club, I also like you've already like started it in like a, a weird situation. I don't. I don't even feel like people who start relationships on Grinder deserve that level of respect. Much less, like, while you're, like, yeah. watching someone, like, suck a dick on a stage. Like, I just, it's just, I don't understand, like, what you thought this was going to turn into. Also, I don't trust anyone that, mm-hmm. like, is seeing someone outside of the actual country. Yeah, like, 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 I'm flying out to go fuck somebody. Like, I just wouldn't. Like, that's, that's actually not the person who I would see. So maybe you shouldn't keep talking to him. Like, flying, I gotta go to fucking Cancun. Unless he's like, guy. I don't know. I mean, we got this question kind of a long time ago. So maybe Unless you guys French. are already married. If you have to fly to Paris to have sex, I'm like, the sex is really good. So just. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, m- maybe <laughs> start another, demanding that he takes you on the flight. Tips. Yeah. <laughs> Take me with. <laughs> yeah, right. I have to come with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I'm pretty sure we solved that one. Have fun, babe. <laughs> yeah. Seems more negative than positive in my. In mi opinion. In mi opinion. See. Um, okay. Fuck. Who else do we have? Do we want to do a voicemail? Are you still there, Paul? Uh, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm looking at text. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm still here. Let's try a voicemail one now. Yeah. Okay. Let's do this. This doll. <laughs> All right. So we're going to do our... If you can't hear it, then we'll fig- we'll fill you in. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Hi, Thought Topics. Um, sorry if this is an annoying or boring question, but um, I just recently unexpectedly fell into a relationship with somebody who's 10 years older than me. I'm 20 and he's 30. And it seems to be going really well. Only thing is, it's kind of my first, like, real relationship. And I'm kind of a generally, like, insecure person. Like, I don't really like myself that much. Um, Which is not ideal, I guess, for a relationship. I don't know. I've always heard people say, like, you shouldn't date if you don't, like, love yourself or whatever, and I definitely don't, honestly. (laughs) So do you think I should, like, I guess I'm wondering, do you think it's bad to date somebody when you don't really like yourself to begin with and you're kind of a generally all-around insecure person? Other question is, um, I don't really like my family and I don't ever want him to have to meet them. Do you think he's going to think I'm weird for saying that I don't want him to ever meet my family? Um, thanks so much. I uh, love you guys and big fan. Thank you. Bye. Perfect. Love you too. <laughs> love you too, whoever that is. Yeah, right. And girl, you got to turn that frown upside down. <laughs> yeah, for real. Girl, 2021, girl, you need to... <laughs> just gotta shape that up you gotta get on that mm-hmm. you 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 start this one okay and then i'll jump in so the the most confounding part of this question to me is that you tagged on what i feel is probably the real question at the end mm-hmm. which is that you don't want to introduce him to your family ever because you hate your family <laughs> yeah <laughs> which to me is like i mean i'm not gonna lie call her but if someone was like you can never meet my family ever i would be like that's 
weird. A little I think weird, it was weird. But what if they're like truly from like I really don't associate with well, my family? Okay, like it would be different if someone like was like I'm telling you in confidence as someone I've dated for X amount of time that like my family like hits me and like whatever like that would be one thing. <laughs> Fuck. But I do think that like if you just like generally don't like them or like you're scared of what they're gonna think about your family, oh, that's different. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't see it that way. Really? I don't think. I think that. Yeah, I think that, like, that's the only part that was, like, that was the only part of the story where I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, you don't need to. Like, does he, like, really want to, like, meet your family? Like, mm-hmm. who cares? I agree. Like, I, I actually I mean, was like, I oh, I oh that part doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, there's, I think there's a difference where it's like, I hate my household family, like, blah, blah, blah. But, like, you can meet my cousin that's cool. Like, that's okay. <laughs> my one cousin. <laughs> yeah, my one cousin who does, yeah, like, coke. Yeah, my Molly cousin. Yeah. I'd also like to know, like, what this guy is like. Yeah. Uh, is it a guy or is it a... Was it a confirmed man? I believe confirmed man. Yeah. Okay, so I'm I'm curious, like, what this guy is like, and if he's actually attracted to her because she, like, kind of is, like, shy and, like, coy, like, or is he also the kind of personality that's, like, shy and coy, and they kind of make, like, a cute couple together? Like, there's a lot of questions I would have. That is kind of, like, Um, the missing piece. I, like, don't know enough about the guy to say. Mm Mm-hmm. I was, and there's something about her being, like, too self-aware when it comes to what she thinks about herself. Like, she's very confident in the fact that she doesn't like herself, <laughs> which I find pretty tr- troubling. I find that kind of, like, troubling and, like, sad and only in, like, a way where it's, like, I want to give her more so the advice, like, this is the youngest and hottest you ever are gonna be yeah literally there's something so (laughs) important about like youth and being attractive and like if if you ask like an older person let's you ask like a 65 year old person and you show them like a generally unattractive young person they're gonna look at that young person and go oh my god they're so beautiful yeah they're so young and beautiful right so like picture me all of this (laughs) is sort of like an illusion (laughs) like looks really don't matter looks don't matter at all like point blank doesn't matter i've never i've never um been kicked out of kicked out of bed uh (laughs) no matter what i look like and i've also never kicked anyone out of bed for what they look like Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah that's true i i'm kind of under the impression and realization that anybody can actually have sex and an intimate encounter with any single other person on the planet i think it's like really like actually kind of easy yeah so i mean i it sounds like i want her to like be less hard on herself and like she's gonna have to do some she's gonna have to do some personal work and the greatest personal work i could think of is to download marianne williamson a return return to love love. literally just finished and just front to back like literally don't date that guy for like the next month and like <laughs> listen to a return to love yeah. non-stop audiobook until yeah. it fucking sinks in you won't even need to take that long it was literally like 20 pages in and i was like oh my god i just got seen like yeah. it literally was that quick well that was the most intriguing thing yeah. about this question was like the whole like if you can't love yourself how the hell are you gonna, hell you gonna love somebody like else, do you girl? like agree with that statement because like obviously everyone fucking dates when they're like no. 18 19 well, 20, like, that's 25 the whole thing about being like people like can like People fuck up and down all the time. Like, there's right. really no, like, reason why, like, you're, like, looks aside, like, the insecurity factor is, like, unfortunately, like, there's always going to be a certain kind of guy who's, like, either, this is why I need to know about the guy, because it's either, like, you're easy prey, or, like, you guys are both, like, mm-hmm. shy cutesies. 
fuck yeah, I don't know. Right. Or is he like get off on like you being like insecure? Right, like, exactly. Covering your face at during sex or something. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> right. weird shit. Right, exactly. Yeah. Because then I say like, oh, ride it out, girl. Family. Right, exactly. Who's to say? I need to talk to the man. We need to get a follow-up question from the man. Yeah, girl. Speed dial. Okay. Well, settled that one. Yeah, we just like <laughs> that one pretty well. Okay. Um, do, do a voicemail? What do you want to do? Which one's more fun, Paul? Voicemails or... I like the voicemail. Yeah, yeah voicemails voice are mail. fun. Okay. 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 So, this is kind of out there, but about a month ago, I decided I wanted to, like, hang out with my ex again, have a sleepover, you know, do the nasty... And the night before, I had a dream that I got fucked by Satan, like the devil. And I don't know if that was, like, God trying to tell me something. I still fucked him the next day. But I couldn't stop thinking about it. And it's been, like, a month and a half now, and I'm still thinking about it. And I was like, your boys' esoteric input on this weird dream I had. Okay, so he fucked Satan in a dream. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but did he actually hook up with someone in real life? And then he continued. Yeah, he did fuck the person. So he's wondering if it's a sign. <laughs> oh, if it's a sign that again your callers are bragging. They're <laughs> <laughs> <Saying. laughs> bragging. Okay, literally like I'm in a relationship. I'm in a relationship. My bit, like oh my god. I just got guys. fucked and I can't stop thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, right. So I like I wasn't gonna fuck him, and then I got a dream about having get, getting fucked, and then I fucked him anyway. <laughs> wasn't like getting fucked by Satan like every like faggot's like fourteen year old dream. I've had that dream. Yeah, we've had that dream. I've actually had similar dreams as well, and it just brings me back to what I said in the first call that like or the second call. I don't. Uh, uh, you're gay sex life gets weirder and weirder as you get older and this is proof of that yeah because now they've got fucked by satan in a dream that's like all they can think of and like good luck trying to manifest that in real life because that's gonna be a (laughs) fun little journey (laughs) yeah i don't know i mean again it's 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 really not much of a question (laughs) i mean dreaming about the devil what does it mean? That's, what does it mean to you? Open your mind's eye. <laughs> I don't know. That's, <laughs> kind, of, that's kind of I mean, scary. to me, but I, again, like this person, I'm assuming that you're probably like a, a 20-something homo, which is like, this I think like is pretty standard dream territory for that. This seems, yeah, it seems like, okay. It seems like you're probably ashamed. It seems like you weren't wanting to have sex with the person and you did it anyway because you're a 20-something gay person. Bottom. <laughs> bottom. <laughs> 20-something <laughs> bottom. I also, like... It's crazy to me that people, like, a lot of these questions are, like, sex questions. We literally never talk about sex on this show. We never do, yeah. <laughs> I, like, never talk about sex. I never talk about my boyfriend, like, ever. Like, <laughs> like we don't speak on it. <laughs> Our boyfriends hit the podcast. They don't listen yeah, to Yeah, right. It. They're, yeah. like, embarrassed by me. <laughs> 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 yeah. I mean, if you keep thinking about the dream, because I've had instances where I've, like, had a dream that I keep thinking about over and over, and then it happens in real life. Yeah. But that's just me. I don't know if that's going to happen to him. If he gets fucked by the devil, call us back. Yeah. And say, bitch, I did it. If you find him, <laughs> let me know. Yeah. Send him my way, girl. Yeah, the devil's going out of the country to fuck someone else, though. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, we want to do an email? Let's do an email. Okay. I like I like your reading voice. Yeah. Ugh, we've already done so. Everything is like age gap. Everyone's obsessed with the age gap right now. True. It's because there's not really an answer, right? Of course there's not. Well, the answer is fuck them if you like it. <laughs> don't yeah. if you don't. It's right, really exactly. not that more complicated. Okay. Question. 
This person says, how can we get gay guys to stop with the bodies and spaces and marginalized communities talk and just be regular? (laughs) Can you debrief that for me? So, like, when people use, like, the fucking, like, I think what they're saying is, like, the, like, liberal arts talk where people are like, oh, like, queer bodies are so complicated right now. You're like, that kind of thing. Like, Adam Eli speak. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How do you get people to stop doing that? <laughs> I mean, I think that we are at a point. <sighs> it's like, I, 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 I'm glad to see that already, like, the Adam Elis of the world are already seen as a joke yeah yeah. in a very quick in a very quick amount of time like it took like only a few months for people to like praise that sort of attitude to now see it as some kind of joke yeah i think that like the most like um prevalent part that that, of of proving my point to that is i just recently watched um the saved by the bell reboot uh-huh. <laughs> which i was a huge fan of saved by the bell growing up and like sort of like in this weird like w- i liked the the whimsiness of it where it was like kind of fantasy kind of reality and like the way they re- rebooted it i thought was like kind of genius because it was like kind of whimsy and fantastical and like talking to the camera like and pausing the show and timing out but then it was like also like adding in like real inner city kids like dealing with like real problems and they're like forced to go to like Bayside which is sort of this fantastical school and like the lead is like Zach Morris's son who's like Zach Morris and like they're sort of it's sort of that like new kind of comedy that's like so woke that it's like making fun of being woke that it's actually kind of satirical again but like In the end, it's well. It's like sort of this very confusing thing. It's not quite there yet. That, in like, what was the question? <laughs> Wait, what was the question? <laughs> but like, it's like I mean, if you think about like, it kind of always makes me think of um like how Euphoria was or how like what was that fucking movie with like Beanie Feldstein that everyone like pretended to love? Fucking. <laughs> what was it about? It was the two girls. Um, fuck. It's like, it's called, it's called, it's called, they like graduate high school and they're like, we're going to do something crazy because, book smart. Book smart. Book smart. Never yeah. seen it. Um, fucking brutal. It's like literally like the, every single punchline is like, oh, like they're driving away and like this sort of like pussy wagon-esque shot. But then there's like an Elizabeth Warren sticker on the bumper <laughs> or they're like, ta- like making fun of someone for like being too smart. Like they like got a full ride somewhere. They're like, you're, you're an idiot or whatever. Like just shit like that. Yeah. And just like the way in which like bullying <laughs> is either has to be like euphoria, which is like no one gets bullied in euphoria for anything except like, I just got raped or whatever. And then <laughs> the opposite is like book smart, which is like no one has ever said anything mean to anyone ever. And mm. it's like has to be this like it's delivered in the same like tone as if someone was saying something mean. But it's like the most innocuous, like boring bullshit that like could never hurt anyone's you feelings. You also have to like you also have to like um no one's forcing you to follow these like woke libtard yeah. people. Like no one's actually forcing you to do that. Sometimes we do that because we like like the pain it inflicts on us, and we like <laughs> we like the way it makes us think, and it makes us like reject that yeah. that idea. But in reality, there's nothing forcing you to even be in the same spaces as those kinds of people. Yeah. Like if you're like 
no one's forcing you to do that. So it's like, actually, don't do that. Like, I don't follow Adam Eli at all. Yeah. I like couldn't bear to like inflict that kind of pain in my life. <laughs> yeah. But every once in a while, I appreciate when something stupid he says like pops up on my feed yeah. or like Yasher Ali. I don't follow him because I like just don't want to. S- I don't want to see that. Actually. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm like <laughs> tired work. of being forced. There's no upside. I'm tired of being forced to see to know every little thing about these fucking idiots that like like I'm t- like. I shouldn't even know who Roxanne Gay is. Literally. Like, I have no I hate reason. that I have to know who that is. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, it's like, it's this thing that's like, I also think that most people who are talking about this and like, are like, oh, I'm 23 or something. And they're like fresh out of college where like basically that entire four years is dedicated to that kind of like libtard shit. And mm-hmm. then it doesn't take very long for like the spell to wear off. And suddenly you're like, oh, like actually this is really stupid shit to say. You have like, when you have social media for that whole time, you like take all of these fucking people with you that like by the time you've changed your mind, you're still like, you have to weed out all the narcs and freaks. Cause like you just take them with you unwittingly. Mm-hmm. They're there with you for years. Right. And I rely on these people. I mean, these people are also part of how I make a portion of my living. Right. Exactly. Being the opposite of them <laughs> and talking about them. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing is like if every if every single person on earth like wasn't doing that like I just don't like I don't like in talk to like talk about having something to say like if it was just like politics and like shit that I'm so ill-equipped to talk about like if yeah. it wasn't this like queer theory language like I just wouldn't have anything to talk about yeah honestly you know so I don't know yeah I was talking to my friend earlier um, Chella Man and he was saying I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was so invested. Uh-huh. <laughs> Can you imagine if I was friends with Chella Man? If he was on my pod. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> um. Well. Yeah. I mean, there's your answer. Appreciate the appreciate the retards in your life. Yeah. 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 Don't try and cast them it's out. Twenty twenty one. Don't try and change them. Open your heart to them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This right. is another small essay, but I think this is a good one. Yeah. I like this one. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> So I'm not sure if it's my vibe, my bad gaydar, my glasses prescription not being updated, but from the time of 2012 to 2018, I kept hooking up with gay guys. Two I knew about, one I had some suspicions. These stories intertwine a little bit. This goes all the way back to my first kiss. I was 14 and I hadn't had my first kiss yet and was not happy about it. Everyone was kissing but me. Honestly, probably had something to do with my self-esteem, but we're not going to get into that. At a sleepover, I had a friend and a guy I ha- and a guy I had said, I had a sleepover with my friend and a guy. I had said I hadn't had my first kiss, and then he kissed me. I felt robbed. Nothing fun about it. Like, who gave him the right? I don't think I cried after, but I definitely felt very sad. I'm a hopeless romantic and find myself finding my worth in men. Okay, so the first guy I had a crush on, but didn't start dating till sophomore year. I have. I think I was infatuated with him. I told him I liked him, and he said he didn't like me back, so that made me, that made me so mad that I hooked up with the first gay guy. I think there was some desperation on both sides. Maybe boredom. Maybe he was being a friend and felt bad for me. Unsure. But then that happened like two times and then it got weird. Then comes the second gay guy. He comes around and I'm excited like any girl with a crush. Also, he was so mad when I told him I hooked up with the first guy. Maybe that was his crush. So many connections now. So we're vibing. (laughs) Start dating and hooking up. That was like two years. 
Uh, this was like two years before we broke up. Then we continued to hook up for years after. After we'd broken up, I'd heard some rumors that he hooked up with a guy I knew, but didn't really care since we were over. And honestly, maybe some clarity on his sexuality meant he would stop emotionally manipulating women, but whatever. So in college, we continue hooking up, like in his parents' house. Why doesn't anyone talk about how weird that is? Also, we weren't friends and didn't hang out besides hooking up. So I had no clue what was going on in his life, but I think he was into a guy and we were just hooking up for like six months. Then I ghosted him. Two years later, I don't think he gets the hint to leave and leave me and my family alone since he tried to connect with my sister on LinkedIn. <laughs> so thought topics, you can analyze that all you want, but I'd like to hear some insight as to why I kept doing that, hooking up with guys I knew were gay and really kept coming back to them. <laughs> if, Patch, if, if Patrick were, were here, he would have turned your microphone off midway <laughs> and skipped to a new question. What the what the fuck? <laughs> what am I even supposed to say to that? I why do you listen to podcasts with gay men? T- you're obsessed. <laughs> you're obsessed with gay men. <laughs> That's what it Just is. Say, I'm obsessed with this gay men. This person is obsessed with gay men. <laughs> I guess I mean you like if you know they're gay and you're still like nah fuck it <laughs> but like to be honest like mostly like the biggest surprise of the whole thing is just like how do you find that many gay guys to fuck you <laughs> right like, it, it, yeah like insane that's insane behavior mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I just I um it's also like I guess I guess like really young people like I don't know. She's like, I'm a freshman and sophomore. I'm like, is she in high school or in college, first of all? Um, but, like, I guess, like, sexuality, like, stopped ugh, stopped existing for young people, <laughs> which I find, like, repulsive. <laughs> where, like, every guy, like, also calls themselves gay. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know. I'm, like, really afraid. I'm, like, afraid of, like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid of where this world is going. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like every like straight guy with like black painted nails is like it's like I'm gay. Yeah, like right. I'm queer. And like that's the, the thing gay about, guys like, are the, kissing girls now. Yeah, right. <laughs> and like the whole thing is that it's like you it's it's like it would be different if the queer guys, like the queer, like painted nails, dangly earring straight people were not sort of fucking men. Mm-hmm. Cause like they all like kind of are. They're like sucking a little dick. You know what I'm saying? Like not like uh-huh. going full, <laughs> but like doing like a little bit of dick. <laughs> yeah, and which is not enough. Okay, to, which is a, not a faggot make. Li- let's do another caller. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! I can't stop hooking up with gay men. Please help. <laughs> <laughs> you should just again bragging. <laughs> Yeah. You should just next time just ask. Yeah. Just come right out the first time. Just be like, "Are you gay?" Yeah, and Had see it. where the dice land. And if you don't get a definitive no, then just keep it pushing. Mm-hmm. I had my first kiss with uh-huh. a gay man, and I was pissed. <laughs> exactly. All I keep doing is getting fucked by Satan. What do I do <laughs> on the daily? It's it's getting. It's getting that keeps, oh my god! Everyone I, keeps fucking me. What the fuck? <laughs> Honestly, these are our viewers, though. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, it's because we do it as a joke. Like when I'm like, "Oh my god," there's like cum on my tits. Everyone's like, "Oh my god, me too," but for real, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Okay. <Yeah. laughs> I think this one's pretty innocuous. <laughs> All okay, right. run it out. <clears throat> Ha, <laughs> ha,
Um, okay, hello, ladies. Um, I don't know if I should introduce myself or not. Um, I am uh, currently dreading um, a flight tomorrow back to the Midwest to the Burbs to the, the basement lockdown. Um, and I need help um, as to how I can bide my time uh, horny in, in lockdown hell in the suburbs, uh, surrounded by old money and boring people. Um, any advice would help. Uh, I'd really love to, you know, um, just preserve my, my mental fortitude uh, as I'm locked up inside in this cold, cold winter for the next month and a half. Um, uh, any advice and consolation would go a great deal. Um, thank you so much for taking it upon yourselves to, to offer this lovely service um, for all of your loving, mentally ill freaks uh, like myself. Uh, thank you so much, um, and uh, I look forward to hearing. Okay, straightforward. I would really... I didn't hear the actual question. I would just, dis- yeah. I, first of all, I would I would truly dislike Through all of his it. mental illness, I, it was hard for me to <laughs> yeah. understand the words coming out of his the mouth. He was clearly mentally yeah. retarded. If I had a voice that was that low and also gay, I would really be struggling <laughs> in my life. <laughs> right. To like, the layers of mental illness was like too much for me. What was his question? <laughs> the question was, he's... He's leaving presumably somewhere more exciting to go back with his parents in the Midwest in the suburbs. And he needs to figure out how to like bide his time like back with like the borings, basically. Mm-hmm. I think. <laughs> yeah. Like quarantine tips and tricks? <laughs> it just feels like, I mean, to me, like it's, it's just. I, I, well, I mean, how many bitches do you know picked up fucking baking during quarantine? Sure. Well, also, with the, the other part of it is, like, what are you not doing? Like, why are you not, like, going and doing stuff? <laughs> like, what is That's keeping true. you back from doing right. anything? Right. He's asking for quarantine clips, quarantine tips <laughs> when we're not in quarantine. <laughs> it's like, what were you doing all year? I think it's less about quarantine <laughs> tips and more about the fact that he's, like, my my assumption is that he's coming from somewhere that's, like, probably, like, exciting and now he mm-hmm. has to go like back with his parents for two months and he's like afraid of like dying of like misery see that's why when i moved out when i was 18 <laughs> i was never like, going back bitch it's not an option it's to not go an home. O- it, like yeah. going home became not an option actually the answer is a strange i feel like parents. i need more i think i need more information to properly diagnose this faggot because like it's <laughs> like uh, are you moving home because like you want to spend less money or are you moving home because, like... I think it's probably, like, a school thing. Like, probably, like, having to go home for a brief period and then going back. Hmm. Well, everyone has to endure that at some point if you're, yeah, like, going to university. <sighs> Listen, some people hate their parents. Like, That's that true. Call her earlier. It's like, you're, you're lucky. At least you have parents that, like, you can tolerate. They're just, like, boring. I don't know. Tell them, start a podcast. Yeah, start right. a podcast. <laughs> <Exactly>. Start a <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah, and you'll be part, you'll just be, you have apparently, uh, maybe not exactly the best voice for podcasting. Because <laughs> it was <laughs> mostly unintelligible. Yeah. But, yeah. you know. Here's a tip. Go to, go to patreon.com slash not really. Yeah. <laughs> today. Yeah. Do that. $5 for not really, $5 for thought topics, and then <laughs> okay. set aside, like, a tight 75 for speech therapy and then you'll be awesome <laughs> <laughs> you'll be perfect by the time but find, by the time the course is over you'll be moving back to wherever you're from girl exactly you're all good <laughs> what what time are we at we're at we're at one so we can like do like literally one more and be done if you want 
Let's do one more because I actually do have to. I have to be somewhere in an hour and I still need to like get dressed and like get an Uber. Yeah, I yeah, we also have to go do some New Year's things. Because it's New Year's Eve. New Year's uh, Eve. I'm so excited. <sighs> Wait, so what are you guys doing for actually tonight for, for the for the holiday? We're going to a friend's place just for like I think just like a cute little apartment get together, but mm-hmm. it's I don't know. I feel like it's going to be one of those things where we're saying it's like not a big group and then I'm going to get there and it's going to be a big group. <laughs> yeah. Which is like, which is fine. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's going to be the same way. I'm going to my friend's house as well and then I'm going to like another house later. I'm going to do like two parties tonight. Ooh, so we're all nice. going to not get COVID because COVID isn't real. Yeah. COVID is not real, baby girl. <laughs> not while I'm in the house. Not, not while I'm there. <laughs> yeah. Um, Bigger fish to fry. Fuck. Okay. Okay. I'm listening. I'm just, I have to go find my computer because I'm going to have to email you this. What are we going to do? Which one of these? We could do an email one if there's a better email one. It's like literally every single one of these people, I'm like going through all of them now and it's all like, like sex. (laughs) It's all age gap shit. (laughs) I'm 18 dating a 73 year old man. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Right. I think he's the I wish happens. at least give me that. Do you right. think that's sexy? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Bye. I think his skin tags are like kind of <laughs> you know. You know. <laughs> okay. Okay, well this is a reverse one. Mm. No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. That's all fucking, oh my god. Is it like kind of like similar okay. style questions? Is that what we ended up getting? Yeah, I Just didn't realize how close everything was. Slightly together. deviated. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. This person's bragging about sex. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Paula, do you have a question for the pod? <laughs> all I have is this one. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> do we even have to play the voicemail or should we just summarize it? Okay. Okay. What are you in the mood for? Are you in mood? Are you in the mood for a, a sluttier one or like a very like, <laughs> like one extremely dark one? Uh, I want the dark okay. one. Okay, let's play the voicemail. <laughs> Hi. So there's a lot that I want to go off on today, but um, you know I really want to start with a question, um, and that question is: Do you guys still believe in God? Um, I, uh, sorry, I just finished a bag of Takis. I don't know if you can hear it crumpling in the background. Um, I do, I do, I think, believe in God. Um, you know, I think, uh, the YouTube rabbit hole, uh, brought us to a place of godlessness for many years. Um, and 2020 has sort of made us realize, uh, you know, that without him, we just become uh astrology laden marketing executives uh and yeah i just want to hear hear your guys take on uh our lord um the church and um you know spirituality in general is it useful to movements um is it uh necessary in times of crisis is uh, their beauty in not knowing uh, whether or not you believe in God. Um, let me know. Uh, love you. Love the show. Uh, peace. Bam. 
Do you see the kind of dolls we attract? <laughs> <laughs> it's the dolls who um, are struggling with God, their families, and I'm getting not going all over. Anywhere near that question, because I'll say the wrong thing. <laughs> And that that man will be at my doorstep trying to kill me in the name of God. <laughs> Hell no. I don't know what kind of trap that was, but you yeah. are not gonna have me out here talking shit on God when like literally like <laughs> the craziest God person just left that question. Like I'm I'm zip tight yeah. for this one. Right. Go ahead, So boys. you're saying you love Jesus. Yeah. And I love, <laughs> yes. Love, can't get Just enough. Don't Google my yeah. address. Yeah. yeah. I love when people use the word movement with me as though I like, I'm like <laughs> I care about the movement. That movement. Girl, the movement. Yeah. He kind of lost me like when he's, he, when he talks about God and then like, we're like, I'm like, oh God, like I get down with God. Like I believe <laughs> yeah. in God. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I'm a, I'm a God daughter of Marianne Williamson. I don't believe in like Jesus Christ, but I believe in like a higher being in God, but then he started saying like the church, and I was like, "Oh, you lost me there, buddy." Like I don't believe in the church. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you, I mean he did say something to the tune of like astrology replacing God, which I obviously is not true. It's not true. It sounds like some like <laughs> no. That's, you're being weird, sir. Like. <laughs> Um, wow. Okay. Well, I really thought that I had a more diverse portfolio of questions, but I suppose that it was basically just everyone wanted to tell us about how much fucking sex they were having. <laughs> yeah. Why did everyone like? Wasn't there like an article about how quarantine was making people more horny? Yeah. I thought that none of you were fucking. Yeah. I thought no one was fucking. Maybe you are all lying. Yeah. <laughs> well, your listeners are fucking, so you. Um... <laughs> yeah. Just doing my part. Yeah. Hey. I, I wear a mask. You to must target. inspire. You must inspire certain urges and juices i suppose so, so. Yeah. congratulations yeah, exactly. to you boys <laughs> yeah no one's wearing a mask and everyone's fucking that's, <laughs> yeah that's actually the demographic and the population we work with exactly i'm gonna double down on the vocal fry because clearly the frequency is just making everyone horny apparently <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> All right. Um, all right, well, doll, we really hope... But A, thank you for joining us. Yeah, that was a fun time. Of course. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I hope I was a good guest. You were. I'm not uh, usually on people's podcasts, so, like, I... I can't I believe you've only that. ever been on Red Scar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. I've been on Dial Down. Oh, yeah, 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 Dial Down. And Red Scare. Um, I was on Chapo once, but that episode got Chapo. <gasps> <laughs> Oh no! Fuck. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, now add us to your list. Perfect. Mm-hmm. It'll be good. Nice. Uh, yeah. Happy New Year to you and all of your listeners out there. Yeah. And thanks everyone um, for submitting questions. Sorry if we didn't get to yours, but it's because we already answered yours. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully in twenty twenty one. Because you were a loser freak, and you should die. <laughs> right. Just kidding. Yeah. Um, and then in the words of Paul, put yourself in more uncomfortable situations, and then come back to yeah, us. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> come back with some real good juicy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Anyway, boys. Right. Um. Happy New Year. Happy, happy New Year. Okay, bye. bye. bye.